0: Let's just worship the Lord right now. Praise your Lord. Praise your Lord. I say this almost every week but it's also good to be in the presence of Jesus the older I get the more I love him praise Your Lord he's everything to us Everything to us. Amen. And what a privilege and an honor it is to be able to speak his name. Praise your God. Praise your God. Praise, your Praise your Well, you may be seated this morning. God bless you. I've got a few announcements that I want to go over. The end of church this morning, so please don't run away after preaching, altar service, all that. Please hang around because there's a couple of announcements I want to talk about. Um, but this morning, before we get to the preaching of your word of God's word, um, we just had our national youth conference. I keep calling it camp, but it's not camp; it's conference. National youth conference (NYC) down um, down in Canberra. And a couple of our young people went, Sister Irene and Sister Carrie went, amen, and so I've asked them to come and share. I'm not 100% sure, Sister Irene, are you going to come and share something? You're just going to let Sister Carrie share, okay. (laughs) That's delegation, isn't it? What happens if Sister Carrie delegates to you? Then we have a problem. (laughs) I don't think she will though. Sister Carrie, why don't you come? She's going to just share a little bit about what happened at youth camp and... Amen. and you. Amen.
1: All right, first of all, youth camp was actually conference. <laughs> youth conference was, like, really good. And what I got from um, youth conference was a lot of things. But Sister Sue Downs teach on the subject Broken Vessels. And I remember she asked us a question before she finished up. And she asked, will you be brave enough to face what hurt you? And, like, that small made me think too, like, anyway. (laughs) And it, yeah, and, like, it made me think, like, yeah, God healed me from that part of my life. But deep down, it wasn't really healed because a part of me kept it. And I didn't want to let go. I was scared of how life would be like. But I held on to the things that hurt me. So if that person did something, then I'll just add it onto that list. And by doing that, it made an infection in my spirit and it caused bitterness, but we need to forgive and let go, let God be the healer, let him heal you properly. God revealed a lot of things to me that I didn't know about and he was able to break those shackles off me and I was able to jump, shout, cry and praise God like never before. So I'm so blessed that I was able to put the old me of 2021 and picked up what God has called me to be. And from this day onwards, I'm going to give God all the glory and worship him like never before. So I'm so blessed about all the experience that happened. So, yeah.
0: Praise the Lord. And, uh... NYC is happening in another two years' time, amen. And so, parents, I encourage you, get your young people there if at all possible. Young people, if you have a job, save money so you can go, amen. And uh, I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be in Canberra again, amen. So start saving money up for that. Put money aside. Open up a bank account that doesn't have a card that you can access the money, and stick the money in there and forget about it until next National Youth Camp, eh, amen? National Youth Camp is for, how old do you have to be, Dal? Is it 16? 15? 13? Maybe it's 13. Maybe it's 13. I have to double check that, okay? But there's a lot of young people in this church who could have gone to Youth Camp, eh, amen? Youth Conference. Youth Conference been calling it youth camp since I was a little boy, so it's a big change for me. I'm sure Brother Wilmot will forgive me. Praise the Lord. Thank you for sharing, Sister Kerry. Amen. Praise the Lord. Brother Kenneth, why don't you come? Heard from the daughter, now we're going to hear from the dad. (laughs) He's going to preach God's word to us this morning. Amen. And let's get ready to respond to the word of the Lord. Praise the Lord.
2: Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Wonderful words of um, encouragement today. Hallelujah. From the beginning of the service till, um, man, um, watching all the Youth on um, YouTube there made me uh, want to be young again. Amen. Seeing all these young people jumping, shouting, going mad, crazy, radical, insane for God. What a what a time! Such a time as this. Young people all over Australia. Two hundred, five hundred. Young people gathering in one place, having that one faith, having that same faith in this great God that we serve, who is awesome, who is mighty, praise the Lord. Every, every um, service, I think I only watched two The. The Monday or Sunday morning, we were, I think, we were in isolation. Anyway, but the last service, wow, wasn't it a service? If you got your Bibles there, I want to thank God for Calvary. Thank God for His precious blood, saves me, cleanses me. Thank God for the leadership, Pastor Gratian, Sister Gratian. My, my brother Reverend Brother Stan and Sister Banu. What a privilege and honor it is to be serving in the kingdom with them for such a time as this. Yes. Hallelujah. If you got your Bibles there, we turn to the book of First Samuel. And i read from Samuel chapter first Samuel chapter 5. And the Philistines took the ark of God and brought it from Ebenezer to Ashod. Ashod. When the Philistines took the ark of God, they brought it into the house of Dagon and set it by Dagon. Praise the Lord. Father, Lord, we just pray this morning that you would um, anoint my lips, that I may speak your word, and your word only, Lord. How we need your word, Lord, your word that is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, Lord, sweeter than honey, shield to them that put their trust in your word, Lord. Lord, we heard this morning through the teaching, Lord, your word, Lord, how you encourage us, Lord, to study your word. Lord, as we look into your word, your Lord, we pray, Lord, that you will give us revelation, that you'll give us understanding. Most of all, Lord, that you would give us comfort in your word, Lord. Bless, I pray, Lord, the listening ears, Lord. In your precious name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Clap your hands one more time unto the Lord. And shout with a voice of triumph. Because our God is awesome. Praise the Lord. While probably none of us had suffered a very serious, devastating tragedy like Job, none of us here this morning has experienced the tragedies that Job had to encounter in his life or the young lady that would look into the eyes of the minister, the and say, where was God when my baby died? Or the husband that walked out of God? Or the husband who lost his job? The questions are uh, unending. When God walked out, when man, when, the husband walked out of God. I know that I I will struggle this morning with life's most puzzling inquiry. And that is a question that so many smarter people than me, wiser people than me, have attempted to answer. But since I believe it is, a, it is a question that is legitimate, and I believe the Bible would not leave such a question, a fundamental question and answer this morning about where is God? We find in the book of First Samuel, Chapter 3, we find that Eli is on his way out the door and a new prophet arrives on the scene. This prophet is Samuel. You read chapters earlier from chapter 5 of First Samuel, you find that Eli was a little boy in the temple. And he was playing in the temple and he heard the voice of God speaking to him. And because he was serving in the temple, he would run to the priest, which was Eli. And he would ask him, did you call my name? And Eli would say, no. And young Samuel would run again and play in the temple. We find that a few chapters on, we find Eli said to Samuel, Samuel. I had a revelation. He said, I think God is speaking to you someone. Next time he calls out your name, say to him, here am I. Amen. Some of us have answered that same call. That's why we are here today. Amen. When we were doing our own thing just like this young child, we were, we were doing our own thing. We somehow down the corridors of our life, God called us to where we are today. We continue on, we find that Eli is getting a bit older now, he's in his 80, maybe 89. He's pushing on. And at that point of time, tomorrow we celebrate Anzac Day. Amen? Amen? Thank God for our, uh, our fathers, you know, we, we, we cannot comprehend or we cannot ascertain or we cannot understand the feeling of war. The people over in Ukraine, we prayed for them this morning, that the feeling of living in fear, not knowing what will come, not knowing what will happen in the next few minutes or so. In this time that we live in, war has come alive again. Tomorrow we celebrate Anzac Day and I thank God for the fathers that fought for our freedom. Australian, New Zealand, American, England, people shed their precious blood for freedom for us that we can have this liberty Of living free. Thank God. We are living in a safe area, an area that is comforted from fear. Let's go back into the Word of God again. Praise the Lord. We find here that the battle, bless you, Lord. Eli, Eli was getting old and he was pushing on. And so you arrive at chapter 4. Now the battle was in Ebenezer. And the Philistines pitched their, ne- pitched their tent in Apek. You know in Murray Island there's a place called Apek there. And the Philistines were in array against the Israelites. So they were in this kind of a opposite mountain, and there was a valley and they were coming against each other for battle. We find that the Philistines they they fought with the Israelites and somehow when they went out for the first battle a couple of thousands of them died. I'm just paraphrasing and you can read the story later in your own time. Um, We find that he were, they were in a battle and they went back. The Israelites went back to camp. And somebody thought, let's go back. Let's call the sons of Eli, Pinias and his brother, Hopni. Let's bring them into the battlefield. Now, now these sons, they were the sons of Eli. Just imagine this army, Israelites army. They wanted counsel from the priest's son. I mean, these guys, they were good at playing um, duty of, call of duty, reading the Bible. They weren't master musicians in military tactics. They were from the priest, but these this time here they had, they, they had this trouble. The Israelites had this trouble. And they thought that if they would bring Eli and Hophni into the scene of where the battle was. And they would bring the ark as well. And so when they brought the ark in, we read here in the Bible. The Bible says that when they brought the ark into the camp, all the people shouted in First Samuel 4 and verse 5. Everybody shouted with great shout. The, the shout was so loud that the people over in the Philistines heard the noise. The Bible says that, I'm reading from the old King James, so this language will be a bit different from your Bible if you have the new King James. It says, when, when, they, when the ark of the covenant in First Samuel 4 and verse 5, and when the ark of the covenant of the Lord came into the camp, all the Israel shouted. With a great shout, and so that the earth rang, that word rang. It it kind of it kind of meant like when the Philistines were on the other side of the hill, they seen something that was glowing in the camp of Israel, and they, and suddenly, when you read on, you you find that these Philistines they were, they were afraid because they heard the shout, and they heard all these things happening. So, the general in the, in the army of the Philistines, he saw his people being discouraged. So, he went around and he said to them, come on, pull yourself together. We're not going to sit here and watch these Israelites, you know, have their victory moment over there. Praise the Lord. Let's, you know, let's, because you know what the Philistines knew? They knew about this God that these Israelites people were serving. This God, he, he took them across the Red Sea. This God, he de- defeated the, 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 the gods inside of Egypt. So all these testimonies, it went around this country. And he came to the Philistines. And after they heard, after they heard the, the excitement... Uh, the, the, the 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 noise in the camp of the Israelites. They were afraid. They were afraid because this this these people. They serve a God that, you know, is undefeatable. Is unexplainable. This God that we, they were serving, he was awesome. You know, you know, people out there, they know about our God. They know about our God. You know, like Pastor said this morning, we have to study about this God. So we can go and tell them about our God. Tell them about the word of God. Because in the word of God is God is in his word. Praise God. So we find here that they went out again. The Israelites went out again to have this battle because they felt revived. They felt refreshed. Because they had the ark. And Hopni and Phinehas said, why don't we all go down to the battlefield? And so they went down to fight against the Philistines. When they went down with the ark, and they put a sign inside the temple. Do not disturb, sign. They locked the, the priest locked the door and they went out. This is in the middle of war. They left the Ark of the Covenant in the temple and they went out. On the other hand, the Israelites, they were sitting there, discouraged, lost. Where is my God now? Where is my God? The same God that took us across this Red Sea. Where is this God? He's been captured by these heathen people. They were heathen people. They. In my language, they were Zorokak Buai. They were people that did not, they had God, but they never had the real God. They were people that were heathen, and they took the holy Ark of God. And inside, in, 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 in this Ark of God, it was only like a 2.4 meter box. There was nothing inside, it was overlaid with gold, and it had cherubims on top, angels on top. There was nothing special about this box. But they took the box and they put it in the temple. Maybe, maybe they thought because they, they, they um, put this um, box in the temple, it might give them more power. Amen? Praise the Lord. You know, when we try to um, be one foot in the world and one foot outside, in serving God, it won't work. You only get half power. You won't get no power you get wati power praise the lord but when you so this is what they thought these these philistines they thought that this is what happened cut a long story short they left the ark of the covenant in the temple with dagon and the next morning these priests come to see the this is in the middle of war they they come to see the to worship their god dagon Because they they had the victory yesterday and they came in and they wanted to, you know, praise Dagon inside his temple. But when they came, they found Dagon was on the floor. And they said, who pushed him down? We come to have service today. This is Sunday. We want to praise our God. They found that Dagon was on the ground laying next door to the Ark of the Covenant. And so they, they didn't have church. They, they, um, they got all the men, the sisters, the brothers, and they pulled all this, tried to put Dagon back on his uh, throne, I think, stone. And they went. And they, they went out and they said, make sure that no one comes in again and, you know, push, pushes our God down. So they locked the door again maybe they put a double padlock on it praise the lord and they come the next day again and when they come in they find that dagon is all over the place now his hands over there his head's over there and the ark of the covenant is still there sitting on the p- and they said what's going on here we come in yesterday Dagon they thought that the ark of the covenant the God that we serve will worship Dagon but when they came in the other day Sunday they saw Dagon was like worshipping the God because his face was down and he was looking at the ark of the covenant and the next day now Monday when they come in again they find that hey, Dagon's all over the place what happened here this, this God that we serve Praise the Lord. So they were confused. Something was happening. Praise the Lord. Something was happening. And while this thing was happening here, the Israelites were back home. They were sitting there sucking their thumb. They saying, where is our God? Where is our God? Where is our God? Sometimes when we, when we get into trouble, like a test or a trial or something small, we look for God. Oh, God, please help me. I'm going through this battle, here. Yeah. This, this enemy is too strong for me. It's like Dagon, God. And we forget about who's our God. We forget about how he delivered us across the Red Sea. We forget about it because we're so focused on the present battle, the present problem, the present situation, what's coming our way. You know, the waves that are coming, the waves of depression, the waves of, of trial, they're coming our way. And so we, 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 we look at these things and we're saying, God, where are you? I got no money in my wallet. How am I going to pay my car to go to work? How am I going to give my kids food to eat? There's no food in the fridge. And so we, 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 we forget. We forget. How many are like me I forget? Huh? We all forget because we all human. We all forget about our God sometimes. Hey, Martha and Joseph forgot about him. They left him in the temple. So it just makes us the same. So sometimes when these things come away, we forget. And we say, hey, God, where are you? Where are you? We look. And so these Israelites, they were sitting in there. They were saying, where are you, God? Where are you? Hey, we forget that God said to us, every one of us in his word, he said, I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. I will be with you all the way even until the end of the world he said i will be with you and sometimes we say oh god where are you i need you right now because you know my my teenager is going mad driving me crazy oh you know my little sunday you know he's running a market at school you know and so we say Well, god where are you i need you to fix these things and we forget that god was always there he was always there he was always there standing beside us hallelujah his presence is still in you he hasn't left you hey he has given you the holy spirit he doesn't want it back he said this is your gift this is your promise i want you to have it it's not going to go up it's not going to depart from you it's going to stay with you when you die it's going to be with you when you go to heaven it's going to take you to heaven hallelujah praise the lord Thank you, Jesus. So these people, these Israelites, can I tell you something this morning that God was behind enemy lines. You know the song we sing? It's a nice song too. I like that song. The song goes like, even though when I don't see it, what is he doing? He's working. You see, even though I don't feel it, but he's working. Amen? You see, when, when the Ark of the Covenant was in the enemy's enemy's territory, sometimes we have the same problem. When we have situations, problems, we're not, we, don't, we don't know that God's doing something in the enemy's camp. Amen? You don't know know that our teenager, child, or young, or old, or small, God is working in them? Because this story here tells us that while the Israelites were sitting there, God was doing something when the doors were shut, when it was dark. You know, some things that happen in our life, beyond our mind, beyond uh, what we see in the dark, God is doing something. Amen? Why? Because he's always the miracle worker. He's always the way maker. He's always doing something behind the scene behind our enemy if you have an enemy don't worry about him because God is taking care of him hallelujah because his word is telling me this morning God is taking care of my situation God is taking care of your problem it doesn't matter what you were going through this morning it doesn't matter what situation you're facing it doesn't matter what enemy you're facing this morning our God is able hallelujah he's able to turn the table hallelujah our God is awesome our God is mighty our God is is powerful hallelujah you might be hopeless this morning hallelujah but i believe that you have come to the right place hallelujah you know when after all of this thing that happened in the in the philistines they didn't want to deal with this god anymore they said to them you know what they were doing they were playing musical chairs with the ark of the covenant they said, here, you take care of this Ark of the Covenant. And, and these guys over here said, no, 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 pass it over here in the middle here. And this city said, oh, no, 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 we heard about this Ark of the Covenant. We heard about this. Pass it to them. And so they passed it on. They played musical chairs with this Ark of the Covenant because they knew what type of God the Israelites have served. Sometimes we forget the God that we serve. Amen? Sometimes we go through dark places where it's very hard, where it's lonely, where the going gets tough and the tough gets going. We go through these places in ministry, in your personal work, in leadership, and we feel that, where are you, God? Where are you? Where are you? Just like Phineas, he was calling him, hallelujah. This morning, hallelujah, if we rise to our feet. Bless you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. I had a hundred thousand notes here, but thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, when your back was against the wall and everything looks hopeless, he made a way. Hallelujah. Just like the Israelites they were hopeless. They lost their leader. The man of God. They lost him. Eli, he died. And what what worst happened was they lost their son. Two sons. Hopni and Pineas. They lost them. They died in battle. So the Israelites were lost. Sometimes you will walk with God and you will feel lost. There's nobody around. To comfort you. You know when you're down and out. You would want somebody to come and talk to you. You would want somebody to come and encourage you. But this place that you would go through. Would be lonely. And, 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 and you feel alone. And you feel left out. Amen. But we have to go through these places. That when we come out of the other side. Just like this ark. These this people. This town. They said, we don't want nothing to do with this ark anymore. We don't want nothing to do with this ark. So they said, go look for the black and white cow there. This cow. We put, the, we put the cart on the cow. And let the cow drag this cart back to their place. And so the Israel came back. On a black and white cow. On a cow, Came back to Israel. We must remember that God is aware of our struggles and He cares about what we are going through. I believe He never forsakes us, He never leaves us. I believe because He has given us this assurance in His Word I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. He said, even unto the end of the world. Now for you, are you persuaded this morning that neither death, no life, no angel, no principalities, no powers, no present, no things to come, no heights, no depth, no creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus I believe He is always there and He is and yet there are those times like Job I can't find Him Where is He if you promised to never leave me nor forsake me where is God in those lonely times What is He doing why can't He reach me why can't he touch me? Hallelujah. Bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I tell you where God is when you need him. He's not up in heaven, He's not on a vacation. He's not busy with someone else's problem. But but rather, he's already crossed the enemy lines for you if you have enemies. He's already gone into the enemy's camp. He has trampled them with fury. He has already destroyed them in the power of his might. He has already made a way of escape before our problem ever came. He will never allow us to be tempted above that which we are able to bear. In the midnight hour, God is going to turn it around. God's got your favor. When your back is against the wall, he made a way. Hallelujah. Why don't we lift our voices and our hands this morning. When our backs backs against the wall and it looked as if it was all over. It's all over. I'm going to throw in the towel. I'm going to quit. It's too hard. He made a way. He made a way. And we're standing here only because you made a way. We're standing here because he made a way to you. He came to you. He came to you. Before you loved him, he first loved you. For God so loved the world that he gave. He came to you because he loved you. You're his precious gift. You're what he's died for. You are what he shed his blood for. You are what we celebrate Easter. Because he made a way to you. Hallelujah. How many of you have no way this morning? You can't see through your trial. You can't see it through your situation. We can't see it through our obstacles that we are facing. We might have a lot of, we might have a lot of bills that we need to, you know, look after. Hallelujah. But God can make a way when there seems to be no way. God can turn the table. Hallelujah. Because this is the kind of God we serve. This is the kind of God that died for us. This is the kind of God that Philistines knew about. This is the kind of god he is serving hallelujah you are blessed you are privileged this morning because you know this god you are blessed and you are privileged this morning because this god loves you very much he loves everything about you he loves your struggles he knows your situation he knows what you were going through because our god hallelujah our god is awesome hallelujah hallelujah you know, he moves mountains, hallelujah. He calls walls to fall, hallelujah. With his power, Lord, hallelujah. He, perform, he, perform, he performs miracles. There's nothing that is impossible. And we are standing here, only because he made a way, hallelujah. Because he made a way for you. Will you make a way for him this morning? Will you make a way for him this morning? And allow him, hallelujah, to lift you. Allow him to fill you. Even though you may not feel him this morning, even though you may not touch him this morning, hallelujah, he's still doing something. He's still working something, hallelujah. Our God is a miracle worker. Our God is a way maker, hallelujah. I want to invite you this morning. I want to invite you this morning, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maybe the enemy has taken the Ark of the Covenant from your life. Hallelujah. But don't worry. God's got a plan. Hallelujah. Come and receive what the Lord has for you this morning. Hallelujah. You know, you might be just nobody just like this ark. You're nobody special in the church.